You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcombe. I'm here with J.M. Smith, the disciple dojo himself. Hey, go check out his stuff. He's doing some great work. And I'll say more about that at the end of the episode. But yeah, these are this is one of our 10 questions episodes where we froze on my curiosity to scripture and we interrogate it we just ask it questions from things that we're noticing jm doesn't once again doesn't know what verse i'm gonna throw his way but this time we got an old testament passage and i'm gonna put that on the screen if you're watching if you're listening that's okay too uh but here we go i'm gonna enlarge this font just a little bit make it a little easier on the eyes This is Exodus 14, 14. Short verse, J.M. The NIV translates it as, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Hmm. Why don't you lead us off? what, What would be your first question in looking at this verse? First question would be always, in verses that say you Mm -hmm. always want to know who is you yes um singular plural and yeah that that'd be my first is is this a singular you a plural you and who is who is it who's you yes very good um i think my second question is does this verse um have a sense of um oh like oh what's the word i'm thinking of like you do something and then there's a result um Mm, i'm going blank on this yeah uh so yeah is is it like the idea that uh if you do this then this will happen like uh this is like automatic right so in this instance the lord will fight for you if you are still or if you are still the lord's gonna fight for you in other words is it guaranteed that if you are still the lord's gonna be fighting for you Hmm. is that what this verse is trying to say if you whoever the you is or i as a reader am still then the Lord, we can trust that the Lord is fighting for us. Is that what this means? Hmm. Hmm. So I would want to ask, in what way is God going to be fighting? Yeah. Uh, I mean, given that this is Exodus 14, um, yeah, is it just, I mean, he's with Pharaoh's chariots, obviously you'd expect God to fight, uh, but how how metaphorical or, or mm. yeah, how literal is this God fighting? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I see the next verse on the screen here, Exodus 14, 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm wondering about the connection between 14 and 15. They seem to almost like on a surface level contradict one another because it seems like Moses or whoever's saying this, I mean, that's another question, who's saying 14? Hmm. Assuming that it's Moses and it might not be, um, is M- Moses in one breath saying the Lord will fight for you, and then the next breath the Lord saying, "Why are you saying such a thing?" Hmm. Like, yeah, there seems to be some tension between fourteen fifteen. So how do we? My question: How do we resolve the the seeming or surface level tension between? 14 and 15 right or can we not yeah and it's my next question would be this is translated in different ways in english they don't all say be still um that hebrew verb um harash is to be silent is its typical (laughs) meaning so why is this being translated as, in other words, is Moses telling the people to be still, which like you then point out, that would seem to contradict what God mm. tells them to do in the next verse, which is get moving. Or is he yes. saying, Hey, shut up, <laughs> be quiet, quit, quit crying out, quit complaining or quit whining or, or whatever they're doing mm. in this previous section. Yeah. So is he telling them to be quiet or is he telling them to be still? Yes interesting um hmm i'm also curious so i'm i'm just gonna scroll up how what comes before this like does it give us any insight into the rest of the occasion and so um what's in this fourteen thirteen, or even what precedes that shed more light on the statement in fourteen fourteen that the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still or possibly silent. Hmm. I'm also looking at this closely and I'm not seeing in Hebrew, I'm not seeing um, a direct equivalent with the English word only. Ah, so you took my next question. Only to be still. <laughs> uh, I don't see anything that's translated that would be translated as only. So why are they putting that uh, nuance on on basically just and you you be still? Hmm. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. You, you stole it right out from under me. So I think this is my last, I think this is my last question. I think that was your last one. Um, that the fight for you question was excellent. What, what kind of fighting? Um, so it would seem, um, that, so I'm interested in the, the connections now because we've we've seen 13, 14, and 15. And in, in 13, we have this stand firm. 
and then in 14, be still or perhaps silent. And then again in 15, God's saying, no, y'all move on. So you have that, that stand firm, be still, move on. So there seems to be a little bit more tension there. How do we make sense of the standing firm being still moving on? Like, is something mm. sequential going on here? Is there something trans in the translation of the words? But yeah, I'm still curious about now the added tension from verse 13 in addition to 14 and then the remark in 15. Mm. What do we do with that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's our ten questions. Uh, that was a that was a little challenging, man. Um, to milk ten questions out of just fourteen by itself, you know. Yeah, I'm sure we five could, words. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we could get more out of that, but um, <laughs> yeah, really, really fascinating stuff going on here. Well, hey, if you're if you've been watching and listening, thanks for doing that. Uh, we hope this is uh enlightening to you and um yeah just demonstrating what what two people bringing curiosity to the text looks like and sounds like and the value of that uh and sometimes uh even though we're not supposed to be answering the questions like um sometimes inadvertently if we look back at a preceding verse or at a following verse our questions are answered and so uh i i remember uh i don't know if you're remember this uh little book it was by a guy named greg kukul he's uh an, an apologist mm -hmm. man it's been probably a decade or two since i saw it's like a little pamphlet but he uh, wrote this thing called uh, this little pamphlet or book called um never read never read a verse of the bible or something like that um mm. and uh the the whole point <laughs> i remember i had that in my office one day and somebody had walked by and the person wasn't a believer and picked it up and showed it to me and said, done, you know, it was like never read a verse. Of um, but the point of it was never read a verse of the Bible in isolation, right? Like apart right. from what comes before and after. And so, um, yeah. Anyways, I, I love that we're getting to, to, to model that here. And Absolutely. it's a great thing. So, yeah, J.M., thanks, man, uh, for your time, your questions, your insights. Really good stuff. Thanks again, you guys, for listening. Go check out DiscipleDojo.org. Check out Disciple Dojo on YouTube. Go follow that. Go share it. Go watch the videos and um, some incredible resources over there. And a lot of it's free. I think is all of it free or all most of it. of it free? Yeah, everything, yeah. everything we put out is free. You've got, yeah. like, extensive Bible studies on, like, revelation and all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff yeah yeah free and we just encourage churches even the workbooks are downloadable and for free so yeah excellent man <laughs> wow well guys go get some of that stuff and uh yeah share it with your people share it with your churches and uh that'll bring us to the end of the episode here go ahead and follow us like us subscribe share if you can do that uh we appreciate it and we'll see you next time i hope that helps Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories, 
to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glossahouse.com today. Glossa House, language resources for the global community.